When we talk about narcissists, what are some of the early signs of someone being a narcissist? How do you actually catch it before you get stuck in a toxic relationship? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to help provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I try to help people with understanding my story and the shit that I've done and the things that I've been through to help explain, hey, this is what the narcissist in your life is thinking. This oftentimes provides people with clarity, with closure, and then with confidence as we start to help them heal and grow and develop into who they're actually called to be. If you're interested in working with me or understanding the process that I go through and helping liberate people from toxic narcissistic abuse, I want you to go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough to hear a little bit about it today. Now, as we dive into today, what are some of the early signs that you need to see so that you actually catch that this guy is a narcissist? Because otherwise, you will get into this relationship and you will get stuck, trauma bonded, addicted to this toxic person. Well, number one is oftentimes early on in the beginning stage of the relationship, he comes across very, very charming. Now, this isn't just a, like, oh, this guy's amazing and I love him, but it's like, no, it's almost like above and beyond. Oftentimes we'll refer to this as love bombing, as trying to be able to please you, to appease you, to try to make you feel like you are the center of his universe. Part of the reason why is because a narcissist will build you up on a pedestal, put you up high to be like you are the best thing ever. Then as the relationship progresses, he will then take that away. You will fall off of that pedestal and try for the longest period of time to figure out how do I get back up to that? How do I get back to the place where I used to be loved and he used to pay attention to me? All this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All the time making him feel better because you are quote unquote chasing him. And so narcissists oftentimes early on will give you lots of compliments, will tell you how perfect you are, how you all are soulmates, like tying so many things together. And this love bombing piece starts to get to where he is like bombing you. He's like showering you with all these gifts, with all these words, with all this affectionate stuff that then dissipates in the relationship. But early on, it seems flattering. It seems like, oh, this might be something amazing. But oftentimes it's a manipulation tactic. So understand that sometimes when someone is being overt in this aspect of how much they're praising, giving you affection, all these different things, there might be something going on there. So just Take a pause and be like, wait a second, let's slow it down and see what happens when we slow it down. The second thing is that narcissists typically always talk about themselves. Now, this is where we start getting a little tricky because an overt narcissist, 100%, you're going to see that. He's going to be very like verbose and very flamboyant of like, oh, this is who I am. Like, look at all my achievements. Look at all my accomplishments. Look at all the things I've done. Even if he hasn't done those things, trying to make it seem like he is better than what he actually is. Okay, so you're going to see this a lot of times with overt. Now, with covert, a lot of times it's more subtle. It's more passive aggressive because it's hidden underneath the surface. You're not going to have a covert narcissist like, hey, look at me over here. Instead, it's going to be more on the subtle side where there's these small jabs and these small things that still reflect back to him, but he's not saying, look at me. Okay. Sometimes the look at me for a covert might be him talking about himself like he's a victim. Like he doesn't know what to do. Like he's, he's stuck, like he's in trouble and all these things. But it's not this piece of like, look at me. It's like, I don't want you to look at me. But in doing that, he's trying to get you to look at him. 
super kind of weird, but it's the same thing. It's just divided up in a different way. It's portrayed differently in the different types of narcissists out there. Now, then we dive into the third thing, and oftentimes the third thing is narcissists and their feelings. Do you ever have a narcissist just open up and shared all his feelings? Unless it was early on in the relationship and used as a manipulation tactic to make you think that his feelings and emotions actually were going to be a part of the relationship, you probably haven't seen it that much. Typically, in a narcissistic relationship, you're not seeing them cry. You're not seeing them express emotions except for maybe anger or rage or maybe quote-unquote sadness whenever he's feeling bad and wants to keep you in the relationship. But oftentimes, a narcissist just brushes these off and it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Just ignore it. Just keep moving on. I don't want to actually feel my feelings. That's one of the hardest things. It's like feelings for narcissists are oftentimes very like icky. Like we don't really want to deal with them. And so oftentimes the hard part is how do I actually process them? How do I deal with them? For me personally, I work through a process called stacking. It's a software and a tool that I've been using for a couple of years that has radically transformed my mind. We walk everyone through it that we teach and that works with us client-wise because we want people to understand how to be able to rewire their mindset back to reality, back to the truth. And how do you actually engage with those feelings without letting them overwhelm or completely skew the mindset in the process? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, one of the other ones is, especially when you get to covert narcissists, you're going to see this piece of how do I get the compliments? How do I get the attention without looking like I'm getting attention? Okay, so like I mentioned before, it might be the victim piece, but then you're also going to see of like wanting to seek out these compliments. So there'd be times where I would want to seek out a compliment or validation from my wife. And when she wouldn't give it, then I would get frustrated because I'm like, well, don't you see where I'm coming from? Like, don't you, don't you appreciate? Well, that didn't mean much to you. Like, trying to do different things to get some response out of her that validated me. You have to remember, a lot of narcissists are very insecure. They hide that through this false confidence and the projected sense of self. But a lot of narcissists are very insecure. And as a result, they're trying to get these compliments to be able to prop up an ego. They're trying to get these compliments and attention to make them feel better about themselves. But it just keeps going around and around in circles. Another thing that we have early on inside of narcissistic abuse is narcissists starting to criticize you. Now, this part is kind of interesting because you're going to see this in very subtle ways. The initial way is you're going to see them start to test the waters. Now, what I mean by that is a narcissist testing the waters is trying to see what can I say that's like slightly offensive or like on the edge of offensive or just plain mean and see how you respond to it. When you don't respond in this really awful way and you don't respond in a way that says, hey, don't talk to me like that again, they're like, hmm, that means it's okay. That means it's okay if I do it. Narcissists will often do this to test the waters and to see how much shit you're willing to put up with, like what you're willing to endure for him to be able to continue pushing it forward. So oftentimes you're going to hear criticism that comes out from the narcissist's mouth that actually when he, when you bring it up and you're like, ah, oh, that kind of hurt. He's like, oh, I was just kidding. Like, don't be so sensitive. Like, you're really oversensitive. Like, that's a touchy subject, right? You're going to find different ways where the narcissist is going to play it down, but at the same time, still be criticizing you. 
Oftentimes, this is only laying you up for later down the road of him having much more impact on your emotional emotional state, your self-esteem, your confidence, all because of these small jabs over a period of time that's slowly knocking you down a peg. Okay, so you have to think of it that way. Uh, one of the other pieces is narcissists oftentimes have very few, if any, long-term friends. A lot of times friendships and narcissistic relationship, unless they are narcissistic themselves or like abusive and they don't really care, there's typically not these long-term friendships that are there. Now, don't mistake these for their ex, okay? Because a lot of times narcissist wants to keep his ex in the wings so that he can always communicate, go back. And sometimes people are like, he would never do that. And then they find out that he's been communicating with his ex for the past three years. There's so many different levels of this that we see inside of narcissistic abuse. But oftentimes, we don't see narcissists have long-term friends. Why? Because that takes depth. That takes connection. That takes a willingness to oftentimes be vulnerable and actually understand each other. Where a lot of times, narcissists is not willing to do that. Okay? That's why you don't see a lot of long-term relationships that are in a positive way because the narcissist doesn't have this depth, this willingness to actually get clear and get underneath the surface of what's going on underneath. So other piece then is gaslighting. Now, gaslighting you don't always see early on, but you often can see it in small, tiny ways where he, does, he says something and then he's like, oh, I didn't say that or oh, I forgot or oh, let me, let me, in one sense, he's like changing the story. You're going to see it sometimes in very small and subtle ways. Sometimes it's again to test the waters. Uh, sometimes it's to see how much you actually pay attention, how much you actually realize what's going on so he knows what he can get away with. And gaslighting is this insidious piece of let me change your reality of what you just saw, of what you just perceived. Now, early on, it could seem like, oh, that was just a mistake. Oh, I forgot. Like, oh, uh, maybe that's just his perspective of it. So you need to get really clear. What are the facts? The facts are the only thing that's going to set you free from a toxic relationship and keep you from getting into a toxic relationship as well. So you need to understand what are the actual facts of the situation? If you're not clear on the facts of the situation, then oftentimes you'll go back you'll stay stuck, and you'll be in this toxic relationship for a long period of time. The facts are the only thing that will actually set you free. Hopefully this helps. This is just seven quick things of like, hey, watch out for this early on. There might be something that might be a warning sign, a red flag for you to be able to see before you get stuck in a toxic relationship. If I could be of any help of you today, go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough to hear a short presentation on how I help liberate people from toxicness and toxicity when they're stuck in these environments. Uh, if you haven't already, like, rate, review, hit subscribe. Would love to have you share this with someone who might be struggling with this and might need these warning signs before they get into a toxic relationship.